Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. This afternoon, the Lord told me to share this simple message with you to help you to stay focused. The world is so full of distractions, the news, the election, the pandemic. People die there, people get into trouble there. The numbers in California has gone up. All kinds of things that we got distracted all this time. And we may be sucked into the problem in this world and forget about what is the most important thing for our life because we're just so bombarded by the bad news and we forget why we are here on earth and what is the purpose of God for us on this earth. Let us pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for reminding us in this teaching. We don't want to be distracted. We don't want to go out of your ways, your will, your purpose, Lord. We want to go to the finish line and we can get the job done for you, Father. We thank you so much in Jesus' name that you will teach us by your Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The book of Colossians, chapter 1, verse 16, for by him all things were created. We are all created by God that are in heaven and that are on earth. Do you know that you have the creator? You did not come into the world by accident. God created you. He is the master and the owner of your life. Visible and invisible. The things that you can see were created by God. The things that you cannot see were created by God as well. Whether thrones or dominions or principalities, this scripture talks about different kinds and uh, of angels, the angelic beings in the universe or in the heavenly realm. There are many levels of angels or powers. I want to emphasize the last sentence here. All things were created through him and for him. We were created by God. And not only we were created by God, we were created for God. For God. Which means that only one life that we live on earth, God has a specific purpose for us to do something for Him. We are not here on earth just to wake up, brush our teeth, eat breakfast, drive to work, come back home, cook dinner, eat, wash dishes, take a shower and go to bed, and next morning do the same thing again and again and again. God has a specific purpose for all of you. And after this teaching, I hope that you will wake up from sleeping. You will wake up and get out from distraction of the world. And you will begin to take serious about why I am on this earth today. What should I do before I leave this world, before I die? What is the God-given purpose for my life? Why I am here? There must be a purpose for me. I'm not here just by accident. I'm not here just to spend all the oxygen on earth and do all these things, and then one day died, and nothing's happened. My dear brother and sister, it's so important to find the purpose of your life and my life. There are two kinds of purposes in life. Number one, general purpose for every human being. And then number two, specific purpose for each and every one of us. 
we live for God. We need to find the specific purpose and the general purpose for every human being on earth. Here, I want to remind you one thing: that our time on earth is going away. We are getting closer to the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we are getting closer to leave this world. We're getting older every day, and one day. We will die, and we will leave this world. Last week or two weeks ago, I got the bad news that one of my colleagues at the office that we worked together for almost 25-26 years or 28 years, he is a neurologist, very good man. He even took care of Pasada as a doctor. He retired two years ago. He moved to Idaho. And he died two weeks ago, and he is in my age. It's so sad. His son is only 20 years old, so he did not enjoy the retirement that much. Only two years. This kind of story wake us up that hey, we don't know we have tomorrow. We don't know whether we're going to have next year. As a Christian, we are not afraid of death. Because after death, we're going to be in a better place anyway. But before we die, the question is: Have I done the things that go along with the purpose of God in my life and for my life and for God? The question is: When I stand and you stand, exactly, every human being, whether believers. All unbelievers, one day will stand before the judge. His name is Jesus Christ, the judgment seat of Christ. One day we'll always stand before His throne, and we have to give our account to Him. And I hope that when you meet Jesus on the last day, Jesus say to you, "Wow, unfaithful servant." I give you money. I give you talents. I give you gifts. I give you opportunity, but you just waste them away, and you just live for your own life all the days of your life. You don't care about the kingdom at all. You don't even care about the purpose that I created for you. So, okay, you come into heaven because you are born again. Your sins are forgiven, but you don't have much reward in heaven. On the last day, when I stand before the throne of God. And I pray also that all the members of church that I take care of will stand before the Lord Jesus Christ, and He say, "Good and faithful servant, you are faithful in doing the things that fulfill my purpose in your life. Come in. This is your reward, and this is your mansion." This is your glory. Your new body gonna shine like a star. You know that in heaven we're gonna have different level of glory. Some people will sit on the throne with the master, and some people just serve. Whatever we do on earth gonna dictate what happened in eternity in heaven. So I want to really wake you up today, and really want to inspire you. To find out the purpose of life for yourself, and from today on, you will not just live day by day, making money, paying your bill, driving to work, come home, eat, sleep, and getting older and older. And one day you die, and you never even know the purpose of the master for your life. You never do anything to please him. You just waste your life away on earth, and you just get by. You just miss hell, go to heaven without any reward at all. The Bible says in the book of First Corinthians chapter three that one day we all stand before the throne of God, and the fire of God gonna come. And if we are silver and gold or jewelry or very expensive thing, the fire cannot burn those, and you're gonna come in with rewards. But those who are like hay and wood. When they come in, the fire will burn, and they get to heaven with nothing. 
they just miss hell, but they don't have rewards in heaven. Right now, when you listen to this sermon, you may not care that much. Pastor Lau, I care about paying my bill. What are you talking about? Pastor Lau, I just need to go to work and get my paycheck. That's all I need. I need to pay my bill. I need to get married. I need to raise my kids. That's all I focus on. But if you listen to this sermon and you turn around and say, I'm not just working and paying my bill. I want to know why I am on earth. And I want to know the purpose of God in my life. That's why the Bible says, all things were created through Him and for Him. A lot of people in this world, I think majority, including Christians, most people in this world have their own plan. They have their own purpose. They do their own things. They come up with their own plan, what they're going to do. And they don't care much about what God wants them to do. They just follow the way of the world because they forgot that there is a creator who created them. And this creator has something for them to do on this planet Earth. They just focus on the things around the world. They don't live with the God's given purpose. They just flow with people. Go to school, go to work. I'm not a very good in mechanic or in technology that much. I may be good in writing lessons to teach or in performing brain operation or back operation. But if you hand me a piece of equipment and I look at the equipment, I will say, uh, what is this for? Uh, how do you do it? <laughs> a few weeks ago, I bought a machine that changed the tape, the old tape, into MP3. I got a machine in my hand, and I look at it. Uh, okay, Kulim, here, the machine. Could you study? Could you look at the owner manuals? And I'll give you tape to change all the tape that I have in my garage. I have hundreds of tape to change into MP3 so I can throw those tape away. So when you get a machine, some kind of thing that has been invented, and if you don't talk to the inventor, what is for? The machine cannot tell you anyway what it's for. The machine will not talk to you. Number two, you're going to struggle finding the reason why that machine is in your hand. Who do you need to talk to to find out what is it for and how it works? Who do you talk to? The inventor. Is that right? You talk to the inventor. The inventor will hand you a book. Hey, this is owner's manual. Read it. We have the owner's manual in our hand, maybe in the smartphone, we call the Bible. God gives us the Bible to be the owner's manual. He is the inventor. He is the creator. And He shows us in the Bible why were we created. What are the reasons we still walk on earth in this generation? I believe that all of us were created to be on this earth in this century, 21st century. And you live in America right now for a very clear purpose of God. You need to make a decision, I'm going to live for God. i give you an example. Before I became a Christian, I have a big dream to become a professor in the medical school writing many journals, very famous neurosurgeon. My goal is that one day I'm going to move to America and I want to live in a very nice city with marble home and a few airplanes and a, a few boats in the lakes. And I'm going to enjoy the money I make as a professor and I can be on the weekend on the boats and fly the airplane to place to place. That's my dream. But eventually, Pastor Da saw that that dream was gone. <laughs> because I find out that the real purpose of my life is not just to be a professor of neurosurgery in a hospital or medical school. 
the purpose of God for my life is that I become a shepherd of the flock, even though I still perform surgery. The purpose of God for my life is to produce a lot of good teaching to feed the chief, to bring people to Jesus Christ. And to bring the file of God to Thailand, to the city I live in, to the people's life, change their life, to be burned by the fire and they get healed and get delivered and miracle happen to them. That's my purpose of life that God gave to me. I discover the purpose of life for myself. I hope that you will find the purpose of life for yourself as well. My dear brother and sister, is one thing about enjoying life, vacation. It's one thing about finishing your school, getting the diploma, getting the good job, having nice house, having nice car, having good money in the bank account. All those things, God is not against at all. God wants you to prosper. God wants to bless you. God wants you to be. Healthy and strong, and live a long life, but all those things—education, money, a big house, nice car—will never give you true fulfillment. The true fulfillment in your heart is to discover your origin, where you came from, your identity, who you are on this earth, your meaning of life. Why you are here, the purpose of your life that come from God, your significance, and your destiny. You will never be fulfilled, even with big house, nice car, big bank account. You will never become fulfilled until you know who you are, who created you. What is the meaning of your life? How important you are in this generation. When I look at my video team, it's so clear that they are so significant. They're so important for this generation to help this pastor to produce teaching to feed the sheep around the world. And when I read the message in the YouTube, that people get healed, people get saved, people get delivered. I never thought about only about myself. I thought about Jesus that Jesus healed them. And thinking about my video team. They live on earth not just to get by day by day. They are significant. They're important, and they have that destiny. I believe that all of you need to discover the purpose of your life. You don't just exist, but you have the purpose of your life. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Romans chapter eight verse six. The Bible say. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. When you are carnal, when you only think about your fleshly desire, when you try to please your flesh, what happens? You will not be happy. You will face death in your spirit. You want to please your flesh? Oh, I want more money. I want bigger house. I want to have, have fun. Oh, fun, fun! I want to drink alcohol. I want to play gamble. I want to. My the goal of my life is to please my flesh. If you do that, I tell you, the outcome, the destiny of your life, is death. Some of the Christian may not even make it to heaven. There is a web, uh, uh, a YouTube in English that we publish. About a year ago, and right now there are about 840,000 people watch that short YouTube testimony of a 10 years old boy who watch video game and play YouTube all day long, and one day God gave him a vision to go to hell, and he saw hell. This is 10 years old, and then he went to heaven and saw heaven, and he came back and told his dad and mom. So they record the testimony in English and in Thai because he could speak both languages. And 840,000 already watched that one. It's a lot. 
And people say, "Oh, the boy was forced by the parents to look at the screen and read the screen." People criticize him, attack him a lot in the YouTube. So I type up a message that I can copy and paste into that page to answer all these questions. I say in my answer to all these people who criticize this boy, his name is Forced. I say this message is about the testimony of a boy who knows Jesus. His parents are pastor. But he got so addicted to the game, video game, to the point that the video game is his idol. And God warned him of idolatry. This is not about against video game. It's about you love something more than God. And if you keep loving those things more than God, you may lose your salvation one day. You may walk away from Jesus, and you can go to hell. This is a warning message to Christians around the world that please don't love something else more than the Lord, my dear brothers and sisters. We need to really treat our God as our God, treat Him as our Master, and when the Master say, "This is a purpose for your life," you say, "Yes, I will do it. You are my Master." You are my Lord, and one day I will stand before you. I'm not gonna walk by my flesh. I'm gonna walk by the Spirit, and the Spirit of God will guide me and show me what to do all the days of my life. Matthew 16:25 say, "For whoever decides to save his life, in other words, whoever want to really please his flesh, whatever I want." Will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. You want to find life? You're willing to deny your own plan, deny your own purpose, and find the purpose of God for your life. You say no to your flesh. You say no to your own plan, and begin to pray and ask God, God. Why am I on this planet Earth right now? There must be a good reason, and I believe with all my heart, every one of you here has a specific purpose of God in your life. God did not send you to America to live in San Diego, in Iowa, or in New York. Yes, that's right. In Las Vegas, just sitting there, nothing. He has a purpose for you. That you are there. You need to discover that purpose. But what important is that you need to make the decision, like what I did. I never forgot. I came to Seattle, 1985, to get the green card. And I struggled in my heart whether I'm going to choose God first or going to choose my own plan first to be a professor, to have a nice house, and to enjoy my life. Every time people talk to me in that time, in 1985 time, every time people talk about serving God, my heart was pumping. Oh, I struggle. I want money. I want to be a rich doctor. My heart could get just palpitating. Like oh, I struggle between serving God or getting money or doing my own things. But I never forgot. In 1985, I make a decision. I knelt down in a bedroom in Seattle. I just visited Seattle only two weeks. I knelt down and prayed, God, okay, Lord, I gave my life to you. Wherever you want me to be in this planet Earth, whatever you want me to do, let me know. I say yes to you, and I say no to myself. Whatever you tell me. I will do it. Right after I say that, two weeks later, I got a job at University of Washington. And my boss loved me so much; he promoted me, he gave me salary. I became very favored man of the whole department, and I got a good job after I finished my training. And now I look back. Oh, I know now. After I make a decision to give my life to God, and let His plan 
be fulfilled in my life. His purpose become real in my life. Now I enjoy flying like an eagle. I get higher and higher in my spiritual walk. My practice still successful. Can you imagine? I'm g o i n g to retire by April 1st. I just talked to my assistant before I came here. She said that Dr. Lau really struggled to get you out from practice right now, because you still have a lot of patients that need your surgery on the list. What we're g o i n g to do? I said we have to squeeze in, get the surgery done. I want to get out to be a. <laughs> I don't want to do surgery anymore. I want to serve God full time so that I can spend more time in San Diego next time. Orange County. I think the Mickey Mouse missed me. <laughs> God blessed the work of my hands so much. People who came to me and got operated by me, they got well. They cried. They're so happy, and they say, "I don't want you to retire." But I understand. Congratulations! But they all said that I'm leaving my practice. So God bless my practice. Because I make a decision to live for God, and now I know, and I know exactly why I am on this planet Earth in the 21st century, and why I was born as a Thai man, why God sent me to Seattle, why God allowed me to marry this wonderful, godly woman named Dara Rat, why she walked past by my house when I was 15 years old. Now I look back. Everything that happened to my life was ordained and prepared ahead of time for today and for my the purpose of my life. Amen. But I sat down on and kneeled down on that day in 1985 and said to God, God, I gave my life to you. You can do whatever you want in my life. After that. My new journey of life started right away, and now I look back. Yes, I have got. I have arrived and entered the promised land. I enjoy living on earth now. I I'm not afraid of dying anymore because if I die today, if not, it will not happen because my job is not done yet. I know and I know that I live for God. And I obey God. I'm gonna see Jesus face to face, and He will say, "Good and faithful servant." Amen. And this is not only for this preacher or for this doctor, but it's all for all of you that you need to discover the purpose of life that God ordained for you. In First Corinthians two seven, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. The purpose of your life is a mystery. It's a mystery. Many Christians don't even know the purpose of their life. The hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the ages for our glory, God has something to tell you. It's a hidden wisdom He wants to reveal to you. And who gonna reveal that to us? The Bible says in the book of 1 Corinthians. The Holy Spirit searches all things, and He reveals things to you, even the deep things of God. So I want to say, the Holy Spirit. Look at another one, Proverbs chapter four, twenty to twenty-two. My son, pay attention to what I say. Listen closely to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart. For they are life to those who find them, and health to a man's whole body. How can we discover the purpose of God for our life? How can we live a life that really in the middle, smack in the middle of the purpose of God, in His palm, and follow Him? How can we live in that secret place of the Most High? Abide in the shadow of the Almighty. We, number one, need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We need to learn how to be yielded to the Holy Spirit. We need to follow the Holy Spirit. This is the reason why I love to lay hand. I love to see the Holy Spirit touch people. 
Because when the Holy Spirit fill you up, touch you, He will reveal the deep things of God for your life. He will let you know why you are on this earth. You will not waste your time on earth. The Holy Spirit will reveal to you step by step. Maybe this next five years. This is example. Next five years, He say, "Be here." You step in there. This is the purpose of my life for these five years. And after that chapter is over, He show you again next step. You get to the next one, but you cannot get to the next one there without going through these five years of preparation. Amen. I give you example. You know one thing about Christian life. Let me encourage you. One thing. We all come from a messy background, messed up background. You know me today. You think, oh wow, he is so good. Oh, I tell you, if you know me, if you know me, twenty years ago, thirty years ago, forty years ago. I'm a messed up guy. Pastor Da knows very well. I don't know why she married me. She should have chosen other man, another man. But that's how God works. That's how God works. You came from a messed up background. He let you go through the process of molding and transformation. Years after years. Until you come to the time of repentance, like Jacob. Jacob, a man whose name is cheating. He's a cheater. He's a tricky man. But after years of years that he was with his father-in-law, that he married two women at that time, and he come to the time of repentance, he met an angel on the road back to the. Um, His hometown, his dad' hometown. He met an angel, and God broke his hip. And the angel said to him, "Now your name is changed to Israel, which means you will go with God with power." After that, God blessed him. This messed up man, Jacob. No one want to be his friend. He's tricky. He's cheating. But later on, after. One chapter is done. The next chapter, come on. I know that a lot of people may look down on Pastor Preserve and Pastor Pla. They came from a messed up background, but I tell you, if they don't give up, they keep following God. They keep being faithful to God, keep growing. One chapter, another chapter, another chapter. Eventually, they will be like Israel. That's why, please don't judge anybody who come into the church with a messed up background. Don't judge. Our God is a God of restoration. Our God is a God of transformation. Our God can change the mess up thing into the victory, into the great things. But when that person who come in with a mess up background, willing to be shaped up by God, willing to be changed by God, willing to be touched by God, be changed by the Word of God, he can be used to glorify Jesus Christ. When I learn this kind of story in the Bible and see my own self, my own life, I tell you, when I started the church, I tell you, when I started the church in New Hope in Seattle, so many people walk away from my church. They shook their head because at that time I spoke English with thick accent, very bad accent. Many American people walk in. This guy cannot be pastor. Walk away, walk away, walk away. My church is up and down. They thought that just look at me that way. That oh, he's mess up guy. He's just a neurosurgeon. He cannot be a pastor. He has small nose. He's not a, having a big nose like American pastor. He speak English with bad accent. He's small. He's not big tall guy. People look down on me everywhere for years and years, but I never give up. 
I'm still pursuing the purpose of God. I'm still pursuing the Holy Spirit. I'm still pursuing the Word of God. I study the Word of God. And I try to discover the purpose of my life. General purpose for every believer and the specific purpose of my life. God lead me step by step. God lead me to know the Word of God, the file of God. Then God led me to know about casting out demons. And then God led me to know about more and more things, chapter by chapter, so that I can reach to my destiny. But I never stop. I never give up. Amen? I don't go by people's opinion. I don't care what people talk about me. I go by what God thinks about me and my identity, my significance in the eyes of God, my calling, my purpose. Amen? We just follow God. God is a source, not man. Hallelujah. We need to find our purpose of life. And we can find the purpose of life two ways. Number one, by the leading of the Holy Spirit. Number two, by studying the Word of God. The Word of God will tell us, show us who we are, what we need to do. For every believer, we have we call common purpose of life. Common purpose of every believer. And we have specific, un- unique purpose of each person. The purpose for Pastor Toy is different from me. The purpose for Pastor Da is different from me. For my purpose, you all have specific purpose. But general purpose we need to find in the Bible. And if you even rebel against the purpose in the Bible, how can you find your specific purpose? i give you an example. General purpose for every believer. Number one, we should love Jesus. Two, we should walk by faith. Three, we should commit to the local church. Four, we should build a good local church. We should participate in building the church of Jesus Christ. He said, I will build my church and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. He said, you must get involved in building the church. Five, his general purpose for everybody to be filled with the Holy Spirit. More and more and more and more. Six, everyone needs to discover his or her gift and use that gift, the gift of the manifestation of the Spirit to serve the Lord and to bless people, to bless the nations. The general purpose for every believer is that we should be in the business of blessing. Blessing the nations. Amen? I tell you, I walk in this purpose. It's so hard for the devil to kill me. It's hard. He has a hard time to get rid of me because I am in the middle of the palm of God. I live according to the purpose of God. Sickness and disease cannot touch me. I just follow. That's why the Bible says, the word of God are life to those who fight them and health to a man's whole body. If you want to be healthy, you find the purpose of God, walk in it, follow the purpose of God every single day, and then the devil cannot touch you. You're going to live a long, healthy life to serve the Lord. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise God. And we can find the purpose of God for our life only through Jesus Christ. Amen? Not through science. Not through other books. Not through self-help book. Not through Aladdin movie. Not through the website that talk about COVID-19. Not through other things. You can find the purpose of your life only through Jesus Christ. In the book of Ephesians, last one I want to read. one eleven. In Him, mean in Christ, also we have obtained an inheritance. How can we receive inheritance if we don't even find the purpose, what we are living for? Being predestined according to the purpose of Him, 
Everyone say purpose of him, not my own purpose, his purpose. All things according to the counsel of his will. So this scripture tells us that in order to find our identity and the purpose of our life, we need to build relationship with Jesus Christ. Jesus must be our Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't preach New Hope International Church. I don't preach Varun Lahaprasit. I don't preach Zion. I don't preach COVID-19. Coronavirus. They're not important to me. I don't preach politics. I preach Jesus only. The devil tried to deceive many believers to get into some sideline thing, some pet doctrine, and argue about all this pet doctrine, and don't talk about Jesus anymore. We want to talk about Jesus. Jesus is the answer to the world. Amen. I will not argue with anybody about pet doctrine. Okay, you want to believe that? That's okay with me. It's not my business. I'm going to believe in Jesus. I'm going to only preach Jesus. Amen. And I tell you, you see the fruit of your life. When you are with Jesus, when you walk in the right way with, in relationship with Him, you live for His purpose, you'll be smiling, happy, rejoicing, full of energy. Your life full of life. Amen. They were joking about me. They were joking about me these two days because I like to go to Disneyland. And somebody joked that, Pastor Lau, you are so full of energy. Even 10 p.m. in Disneyland, you still want to go on the ride. What is next ride? What is next ride? Full of energy. The energy doesn't come from Mickey Mouse. The energy comes from Jesus. When you are so close to Jesus, you will not have his face. Yeah. Life is miserable. Boring. Yeah. You don't believe like me. Yeah. Mm. No, you're happy. You rejoice because you know your purpose of life. You serve him. You just keep running your race. You keep your eyes on Jesus. You don't look at the thing around you anymore. I don't keep my eyes on pandemic. On the coronavirus, I keep my eyes on Jesus. Amen? I don't keep my eyes on politics either. They come and go anyway. The politics. <laughs> they come and they go, they come and they go. They don't change anything to me. The most important person in my life is Jesus. Amen? <laughs> and the Bible says here in Ephesians 1.11, He has predestined your purpose before you were born. When you came into the world, he already planned for your purpose. It's there already. And the purpose that comes from God for your life is for the much bigger picture than your own comfort. It's not just about having a nice house, having a nice car, having a nice vacation. It's much bigger for because the purpose of your life that come from God, that ordained by God for yourself, is for eternity. It's for life to go to heaven. It's for people to get saved. It's for people to come into the kingdom of God. It's for eternity. So if the purpose of your life is not about eternity, something is wrong. Something is wrong. The purpose of your life must be Joy into the big picture of the Lord concerning eternity. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I know that this preaching is about, it's quite abstract. But I want to encourage all of you that don't waste your life away anyway, anymore. Live day by day. Being a lukewarm Christian. Pure warmer Christian. 
Just go to church. Oh, I'm get saved. I know Jesus. So what? No, life is more than just believing in Jesus and going to church. Yes, you should go to church. But life is about finding godly purpose, living in it, walking in it, and fulfilling it. Then you will not waste your life away, and you're gonna be in the secret place of the Most High. You're gonna be under the wings of your mother's hand. You will be protected. And God is going to perform a breakthrough and a miracle for your life. Amen. Sickness and disease cannot touch you because God still needs your body. He still needs your body to serve Him, to do something for Him. This is a key. That's why Jesus said, "Seek the kingdom of God first, and all these things." Including money, finances, job, health, strength, open door, anything will be given to you. Seek the kingdom of God first. That also means living for the purpose of God, specifically assigned to you. Amen. Father, we thank you so much for reminding all of us about your purpose for each and every one of us. Lord, we believe we were created through you or by you, and we were also created for you. We are not here by accident. We have the origin, and the origin is from your hand. We have the identity. We are so unique. And you created so unique, and we have a very unique purpose for your big picture of the kingdom and for eternity. Lord, we believe every believer here, and who listen to this teaching, is significant in your eye. They are here on earth in this century for a very specific, important purpose for the kingdom. And Lord, help them to find that purpose, and eventually they will get to their destiny. Lord, we realize that after we stop breathing and the heart stop beating, and when we die, the time of probation is over, and we cannot come back again. We don't have the second chance. We have only one chance to live according to your purpose for our life, Lord. We don't want to waste our time anymore. Help my brothers and sisters to find their purpose, Lord. Help them indeed, and they shall rise up and walk and fly like an eagle, according to your purpose. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I would like to encourage all of you. To really study the Bible, take serious about reading the Word of God, being filled with the Holy Spirit. He will guide you day by day, step by step, and the Word of God will show you what you should do. Be obedient to the Word of God. The Word of God reveal to us the purpose of our life. What, what should we do each day? What should we? Go where should we go each day, Amen. He give us the owner's manual, so follow the Bible, Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at two zero six two seven five one zero four two. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.